This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself. Change the world. Hello, welcome to Real Answers, and today we're talking about harmony, how to make your day-to-day more harmonious, and this is the beginning of uh, another series on one of the principles that I think is so important to our personal development and our overall well-being inside of ourselves and then also in the world. So as we look around the world, very often we see things that are less than harmonious, less than peaceful. And uh, we, we see all kinds of, we see war, we see oppression, there's all sorts of conflicts, both in personal lives and, you know, in the larger world. We can look out at, you know, political debates or, you know, uh, uh, or scandals or whatever and see how people have been uh, dishonest or um, lacking in integrity. And in spite of all of this, I still believe that harmony, especially when it comes to our connection to ourself, our way of being in the world, is something that is attainable. And so I want to talk about that and how we can cultivate that inside of ourselves and inside um, our lives. And so a lot of times when people talk about uh, harmony, it kind of comes forward as like harmony and peace. It's like a utopian principle this idea that everything is going to be, you know, kind of perfect and easy. And I just across the board don't believe this. I believe that there are harmonious moments and and, uh, unharmonious moments in that there are all, um, you know, just as there's growth and there's uh, break, you know, uh, there's breakdown. And there is uh, order and there is chaos. I believe that those things are important. But uh, we can live in a more harmonious state. We can actually create that inner sense of harmony or peace so that regardless of what it is that we're facing or experiencing, we have a different way of going through that process. So it, it's more of an agreement 
uh, or con congru congruity or um, congruency that we have with um, our ourselves in our environment. You know, it, it is the, um, you know, another way of looking at harmony and, you know, the definition of harmony is an accord between two or more things, right? So we have agreement. So a, agreement, you know, can, you know, we could almost say we agree to disagree, right? So an agreement between two things. Um, you know, or a co, a co, it could be coexisting, and um, an accord, you know, a right relationship. Th these are kind of ways that we can start to look at harmony, so that we can delve into it a little more deeply, so that we can develop some of our skills around it. So, um, you know, we can cultivate a mindset and a way of being, and that's what a lot of my work is about, cultivating a way of, a way of being to perceive more harmony. So in, in rather than setting up kind of some false dualities or, or ways of you know, either denying or analyzing the information that creates a lack of harmony. So there, there is an approach that we can take inside of ourselves and in, in our way of perceiving that helps people or helps us perceive harmony more readily. So we, what we can do is when we, when we kind of get caught in these uh, ways of perceiving, like analyzing or denying or creating false dualities, and, and most of us do, and the world at large does, is that, you know, we, we get lost in kind of uh, some of the unimportant details of our day-to-day -day life. And we lose sight of that, that flow, that harmony, that accord. So we get caught up in the discrepancies or the problems or the lack of harmony and find it very challenging to perceive how things are working or how they are harmonious. So I want to break those down a little bit for you. Um, the things that uh, the things that we do to create um, or to to uh, the things that we do that get in our way of having more harmony in our life, right? So one of those is the, uh, the this, not that, right? So we set up dichotomies or we pit situations against each other. 
Um, an, an idea, like an example of this would be, if I forgive this person, then they win. Or another is that if you want something to work, then you need to figure out all the ways it might not work to prevent failure. And so we set up these, you know, it really if-then statements. But with that pit one way of being against another. Because it, it, what, what happens here is we say that in order for this one reality that we want to exist, this other thing cannot exist. And so as long as we perceive the thing that cannot exist, we believe that the, what we want can't be there, right? Um, and so a, a really good example of this is if this person loved me, then they would not, you know, whatever. Take this action, say these things, whatever. And so we set up a duality. We set up uh, um, every time that every time that person takes that action or says that thing, it means that they don't love us. And if we want to be loved, then that thing needs to go away. Right? So it's that kind of thinking. It's that kind of, you know, split in what is, um, you know, in, in, in our reality that, um, that causes us problems. So there are things that we can do. There are things that we can do to create more harmony in our lives. And, you know, we can, um, you know, we can start to look at ways to, tr like, transcend or move past that if-then, you know, either-or kind of thinking the things that split up our reality and make it difficult, make it difficult for us to um, uh, you know, see the harm harmony, see the flow, see what is working. So if you want to build more harmony into your life, then there are things that you can um, practice. And one is acceptance. So um, acceptance really is the opposite of denial, right? It, it's, 
it, it's not so much that we just say, oh, okay, well, I, I'm going to allow for all things to happen and I'm going to be able to see the, you know, the harmony that exists despite, you know, uh, you know, my, how my brain has been changed. It is really our ability to let go of the struggle. Uh, to accept things as they are. To, um, to be willing to perceive or see, uh, the whole picture. And so what this really comes down to is being able to say both this and that, right? Both this and that. I don't need to get rid of one part of things. I don't need to get rid of my unhappiness to have my happiness. I don't need to continue to push away this difficult reality in order to have more of the reality that I want. Acceptance also serves us. Because um, acceptance is uh, frequently moves us into uh, the fullness of our experience. So sometimes we live in a lack of harmony because we're not willing to accept what our real motivation or emotion is. We're not willing to feel the pain of a loss so that we can have, you know, also the benefit of having had that reality, that, that, that reality, that, um, that part of our life. Right. So it, that is another way that acceptance serves us. It serves us by by let by having us say, "Okay, yes, I will. I feel that, so that I can have, you know, the wholeness of my experience." And by by letting go of, or by willing to embrace that difficult emotion or or reality by willing the witness to accept it as as existing it it naturally pushes us into a more harmonious place Because we're, we're not fighting anymore, right? We've put down that struggle that I was talking about. We're not fighting with reality. We're not fighting with our life. 
we're not pushing something away or pretending that something doesn't exist. And because of that, creating attention, a struggle. So acceptance helps us, you know, it helps us um, to create a sense of harmony regardless of whether that, you know, what, what we're struggling with is real or not real. That doesn't even matter whether it's real or not real. It just gets, it gets rid of a type of tension that we're living with and allows us to feel more at peace. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break. And then when I come back, I'm going to talk about another way that we can create more harmony in our life, that we can learn to look at things through a more harmonious lens. And so I'll be right back right after this commercial break. educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesiner.com. We all want to be happier, more fulfilled, more successful. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to get the results you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived. Get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change. To learn more, visit www.katesiner.com. Hello, welcome back. This is Real Answers with Dr. Kate Siner, and we've been talking about how to create more harmony. And before the break, I was talking about how acceptance and learning to accept things, acceptance being the opposite of denial, releases you or frees you up from a, con a constant struggle that many people live with. 
So by learning to accept, we move into a deeper sense of harmony. And what I'd like to talk about now is about curiosity. So inquiring into the, what we disapprove of, uh, what we judge, what we tend to deconstruct or analyze. And, and through this um, inquiry, looking at how something works rather than how it doesn't work. So we've been trained from a very young age We've been trained from a very young age to analyze information. And in this analysis, we're taught to see what does not work, and that's considered critical thinking. Our critical thinking uh, is, I mean, like everything else, everything has its place. It's a good skill. It's a powerful, a powerful thing to use. However, when it is used kind of as the only method, which it frequently is, what happens is we lose our curiosity. We lose our desire to explore and see what something is all about because we move immediately to a critical place. What's wrong with this? You know? And so often, when you love something, uh, say you're really into art or food or music or something like that, the way of engaging with it is to actually be critical of it. To look at all the things that are wrong with it or could be better about it rather than all the things that are right or all the things that are pleasing or all the things that are working or coming together. And just think about that. If you like one of those things, you know, think about the last time that you, you know, either listened to some music or saw some art or went out for a nice meal. And did you find all of what was amazing about your experience? Or were you likely to do, um, be critical of think of what could be improved? what could be different. And, and sometimes like when something is established as like a, a great thing, you know, something gets established as a, um, you know, a, this is a, a premier artist or an excellent composer or something like that, um, you know, we engage more um, positively uh, in, unless that's our area of expertise. But uh, we often, you know, especially when trying things out for the first time or, 
you know, something is less established, someone is less established, we're more likely to engage in a critique. Our entire academic uh, world is based on finding fault in, challenging, um, rather than, uh, you know, finding what works and elaborate, elaborating on it. So the, the principle of, of curiosity is really about uh, being willing to explore something for how it works, what is interesting about it. And it's not to say that you shouldn't find things that also don't work. Instead, it is, it is to remember to use the other skill, to use the other skill as well. So it's really just a balancing out of things. We're just, we're, we're instead of just kind of going down the road that we typically go in, balancing out and going somewhat in the other direction. So curiosity has us, curiosity has us looking at what's out there in a different way where acceptance is sort of about moving things past a place of denial, it, it, you know, in other words, to move, instead of saying that can't happen or that can't happen or these two, you know, this half of the equation is wrong, curiosity says, let's explore this. Let's look into what is, harmonious or congruent or working about whatever it is that we're looking at. So let's be open to that. Curiosity works well in creating harmony even if you are being curious about what is not working. That is also of benefit. But it is an attitude of exploration. And it is particularly beneficial to look at how things work. Simply because we so often look at the opposite. So that is acceptance and curiosity as ways of creating more harmony. Another concept that's very helpful to creating harmony is unity. So allowing two or many ideas to exist simultaneously. 
And one of the things that we also tend to do is say something like, this way, this way that I um, perceive things is the right way, or that way that people perceive things is accurate, but the way that these other people perceive things, that's not accurate. Right? So we, we believe that, on, uh, for some people, um, there can be the belief that really only, there's only one right way or a, a, a small spectrum of right ways that, that uh, you can perceive things. We limit what is possible or appropriate or right. And some people might say to that, well, uh, how can we say that, you know, genocide is right or something like that? That, that, that isn't really um, a good use of this particular principle. It, what it is, is it's to loosen up the hold about on the way that things should be. It's to expand the possibilities of, you know, is it that all of that what exists in this world and all of the perceptions and perspectives and attitudes have their place. They have a function. They have a purpose. So I'll, I'll give an example of this in a, a little bit more of a personal way. So break it down to be a little bit more personal and less sort of macro. Um, you have a group of friends that are struggling with you know, one of them, one of the friends. And each person has their own perspective of what this person did. Each person has their own view of what this person did wrong. And maybe even some of the group don't really feel that anything wrong was done at all. And you can look at that situation and say, well, one of these people must be accurate. And let's figure out who is the accurate person. Or 
you can look at this situation and say that everybody has an accurate perspective from their vantage point. It's kind of like the, you know, the kind of the story about the blind men and the elephant and each person describing the elephant describes it differently because um, he's touching a different part. And, and similarly, each person in this fictitious friend group has a different perception. And all of those perceptions are part of the larger reality. And when we're able to do this, we're able to kind of say, yes, this and that. We eliminate uh, certain types of, of problems. We the the need to have the right way. We eliminate the need to be right personally in personal relationships and exchanges. We can't then just have a perspective. And that's much more workable. It's, it's much more harmonious. Because, once again, it doesn't push us into that place of denying something. Denying a div. Okay? So that is, is unity and allowing multiple perspectives to all exist at once. So um, talking talking about uh, acceptance, curiosity, and unity, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about harmony and how we can create more harmony in our day-to-day lives um, once I come back from this commercial break. educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesiner.com. We all want to be happier, more fulfilled, more successful. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to get the results you wish to see. 
Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived. Get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change. To learn more, visit www.katesigner.com. Hello, welcome to Real Answers. I'm Dr. Kate Feiner, and we've been talking about how to create more harmony in your day-to-day life. I've been talking about these larger principles, how we can start to train our minds to have a different perception of the world around us, and how we can use things like acceptance, and curiosity and unity to help us create more harmony in our day-to-day lives. And let's take this a little bit further and give you some practical steps. Some things that you can do right now, this week, moving forward to create more harmony. So the first thing is always awareness. That's the first step. And so just by listening to this, you have been able to grow your awareness about how you might be breaking down harmony in your life. What are the habits that you have that are making it difficult? to create harmony. And and so that awareness will serve to, you know, kind of like wake you up in your regular behavior. Right? So that's that's step step is creating that kind of wake up, that moment or moments of new awareness. And so as you start to see these patterns in your life when you're thinking this or that, or you're analyzing something, or you're being critical of something, as you start to see those things as you go about your day and your week, you can start to take action to change them. So if you're in a situation where you're feeling emotionally, uh, emotional discord, you can take a look at what is the emotion or experience or perception that I am trying to avoid seeing, or feeling? What is it that I don't want to see or feel? Because that brings us to the acceptance of what's really going on. So by being willing 
to ask that question by being willing to just say, okay, look, I realize I have emotional discord right now. Is, am I in a struggle? Is there something going on uh, that I don't want to accept, that I don't want to feel? And by asking that question, it can bring you in touch with your, you know, your emotions that you're trying to deny. And that will naturally set you straight. You really don't need to do that much more. It naturally sets you straight. Um, and if as you're going along and you're you know, asking those questions of yourself and you're, you know, you're saying, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm finding, you know, you, the awareness comes in, I'm finding that I'm, I'm being really critical in my thinking. You can, in that moment of being critical, Simply ask the question, what is working here? What elements are working here? Because very likely there are quite a few elements that are working. So try that. Next time you go to a meeting or you sit down with your partner um, or your child, instead of going right to, you know, what hasn't worked, you didn't take out the trash, you forgot to call, you know, that kind of thing. See if you can take a moment to recognize all the things that went right. Because it, it may just transform the situation for you. Or if you find that you have come up with an answer for things, um, you've analyzed something and determined that you know, uh, this is the fact, this is the reality. See if you can be curious and leave the door open to exploration. You know, some people have more of a tendency than others to define things and to categorize things. Um, and if you're one of those people, it makes sense to practice more flexibility, more curiosity. And then for other people, you know, they have a tendency to leave things very loose. Curiosity can still be helpful in looking at things a different way 
but uh, it, it might not be as critical to creating harmony. You might need to use some different skills. So, also, also, need to take a look at, um, uh, you know, when we're going along and we are, you know, we have those moments of awareness where we're, we're, we're telling ourselves or another person that it's an if or it's an either or. It's either this or, or that. See if it's possible to just say, could it be both? Another great place to use curiosity right afterwards. And that would be, oh, okay, well, uh, you know, oh, well, no, it can't be both. You know, you're like, okay, it can't be both. It has to be one or the other. All right, well, how about if I am just curious about what things would be like if both, it was both, if both these things could exist, how would they exist together? Or how might they exist together? So each one of these uh, ways of working and building in more harmony, acceptance and curiosity and unity, they, they, you cycle through them. You can cycle through them to create more and more harmony in your life. So you first, the first point, you have that awareness. And in that awareness, you then can ask yourself a new question based on acceptance, curiosity, or unity. And then once you get to that kind of that new question, you, you can start to apply the, the skill helpful, helpful. So if you can't imagine a world this is an example. If you can't imagine a world where these two ideas, for example, that, that, that you and your friend have can exist simultaneously, then you can go to curiosity and say, okay, how might they exist together? Now, if you're in a situation of either or, and you can feel that emotional discord, you might then use acceptance in order to bring yourself back to a state of harmony. So there are, uh, you know, it, it is a cycle or it is, a, a, you know, a, a, you know, there are multiple steps in the process, but you can use each of these elements to start to adjust your perception and be able to see things in a more harmonious way. It, so that adjustment 
uh, is, is really what we're going for here, to use acceptance, curiosity, and unity to adjust and to allow ourselves to perceive more harmony. We've got just a couple minutes left for today for you know how to create more harmony in your life. But so I want to wrap up and say that harmony is really about the expression of your personal truth. You know, you're in harmony with yourself when you're living your personal truth, not that personality, right? Not the personality uh, truth, but that deeper truth of who you are. So it is that connected expression of the personal truth that we're really going for. And the the way that we get there is by dis, deconstructing some of the challenges to being connected in that way. Right? So there are ways of perceiving that create a disharmony. And that's what we're using the acceptance and the curiosity and the unity to get past. So that we can descend or step into this greater sense of harmony. So it it really, I mean, we talk about things in this way so that it's possible to kind of work with them. But as I've said in the past, it's like there are, uh, you know, paradoxes and limitations to every viewpoint. So a lot of times we're just using language to try to understand these more complex principles. Um, so I, I hope that you experiment with creating more harmony in your life as you move forward with today and your week. Um, it's been great speaking with you today, and this is Real Answers, and I will be back next week talking more about harmony. Talk to you then. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help.